Yarn. Hello, I'm John Roach, producer of Yarn, a story podcast. Welcome to this Yarn Extra, our second special edition episode. I thought it might be nice to give you a little look behind the scenes into what goes on into composing and mixing the music that features on a lot of our episodes. So I sat down with this guy. My name is Kieran Dunphy, uh, also known as Drembot, and I do music for yarn, music and textural sounds. He'll tell us how he composes music for some of our yarn stories, and he'll dissect some of his key pieces for us. He'll tell us about some of his influences and his thoughts on what an audio score has to achieve. In this episode, he'll take us through the work he's done for the following. Lefty, a story about an erratic left leg, Brick Lane, an immersive walk down the famous London street, Black Business, a true crime story about modern piracy, and finally Chernobyl, a guided tour of the infamous exclusion zone. So if you haven't listened to any of those stories yet, I encourage you scroll down on your podcast app and have a listen. We'll still be here when you get back. Right, let's get started. I kicked off by asking Drembot about his process way back on one of our first collaborations, Lefty. I basically just jumped in. I didn't really know what what I was doing, and um, it was because I like I I had um, I hadn't I, I I I played music from the age of about eight up to like my early twenties, and then for a lot of my mid twenties, I wasn't really playing a lot of music at all. And then as I got in, into my late twenties, I got back into music, and I started um, I started uh, I, I got I was able to get get Logic for myself and start playing around with it and just start making my own instrumentals and stuff. So once I was doing that, I, you know, I was just kind of looking for any excuse to, 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 to do stuff and play around and just, you know, try stuff out. And so Lefty was actually really, yeah, one of the first times that I was actually like producing something where I was playing myself. So it was a lot of fun from that perspective, but it was also just sort of, I don't, yeah, just sort of jumped in and see what, see what the fuck had happened. I basically just like sat down with the, I, you know, you, you had sent me the, um, the GarageBand file. So I just opened it up in Logic and I just sat down and opened up a new a new track in the project and just sat there with my guitar and just like kind of as I was listening to it just started playing. My body convulsed on the floor of the tiny bathroom. This was the most intense pain I'd ever felt in my 12 years on this earth. It was a bit of a hit and miss of a process but like that sort of playing just directly into the project file um, is something that I, I only did really for Lefty. I, I basically broke broke it up into into eight different sections so seven different sections of the story and then the outro and um, like had it in my mind that just after, after listening through what you'd send me I just had it in my mind that like something kind of guitar based something like kind of that also like referenced a lot of kind of 90s indie styles of music that uh that you know we might have listened to back in back in those times so there's sort of like what it would have been for us like you know as teenagers as a as a 14 year old or you know yeah elements of sort of like like jang like jangly indie guitar pop but also kind of more like atmospheric stuff that like i think particularly the first one that was like that sort of thing i was kind of thinking about stuff like like slint or smashing pumpkins which is this um you know yeah just kind of like a, a, like atmospheric um and but also kind of like with this just sort of distorted edge to it slint slint is another like it was it like an indies an indie like a, a 90s indie band um 
Yes, yeah, and uh, they do like yeah, just just that kind of like atm really atmospheric and kind of slow burn guitar music. For for some of the more atmospheric parts as well, like there's you know slow dive or um, or uh, my bloody Valentine kind of sounds where it gets sort of more more, more floaty and ethereal and uh, yeah, that sort of thing. I guess there's, there's not, yeah, sort of themes or motifs. Like, and that, I mean, that is something that I've done more in, you know, the particularly black business in Chernobyl, where there are definitely more kind of theme, themes that crop up uh, and that like kind of repeat. Because in Lefty, it's all just like it goes, you know, goes section by section and, it, and none, none of the pieces repeat. The, so, the, well, the first, the first section is you, you lying on the bathroom floor. My body convulsed on the floor of the tiny bathroom. This was the most intense pain I'd ever felt in my 12 years on the earth. My scream subsided soon after I dropped to the tile. And so it's, you know, so in that situation, like the, the, the music is trying to give an expression to the pain, but also the, you know, it's, 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 it's pain, it's, but it's, there's also a kind of frustration. There's the f feeling of just being kind of coiled and tensed and, you know, and just sort of be, being unable to, to get release from it. And so I wanted to feel claustrophobic and atmospheric and and also to just to have that kind of like that kind of burning sound in it which is why that then like that guitar and so that that guitar sound that was like was created with 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 an ebo which is one of my absolute favorite tools of all time and uh, so that basically just creates a, a long sustaining note on guitar and then i so i played that as well with a with a slide as well. So, you know, normally like slides are used in a lot of blues music and stuff like that. Cause again, they create nice, like, you know, slinky, like sustainy notes. So using the two of them together was basically just creating this like distorted, you know, sustaining like, and it was like when it's kind of like, sounds like somebody's drilling into your brain, which is it's great fun. It's the sort of thing I love doing. Um, And so then the second section ends when you like yeah, kind of step back and start giving giving a little bit more context on it. I've got cerebral palsy. It's a neurological disorder caused by a lack of oxygen to the brain during childbirth. That kind of case, I wanted the like that's like just that's just a little loop. Like a stroke. And um, like I, I've uh, of, of two little bits layered over each other that I had um, that, that that I just kind of improvised around and uh, so I just you know played for a little bit, cut it up and just laid the two over each other and then just, you know, let, let um, just let that play, you know, kind of, because you, obviously you're going from, from, from different, uh, you know, through, through different moods and different elements of the story. So really what I want, I wanted the, the music to like reflect the, um, f first of all, the, the, like the kind of the, 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 the awkwardness of, of, of being a teenager and, but also then like, the added sort of bonus, if you will, of of, of having of having something like that to, to 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 contend with, and just sort of having to kind of get on with it. The way you characterize Lefty as this sort of frustrating figure in your life, who's just like you can't get rid of, and you just sort of have to make the best of. So there's like the, so there's a few times like where like it gets into sort of like brighter, more upbeat, like the. Dun, 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 dun. 
kind of, you know, want this sort of more like bouncy tunes because like, you know, you know, one of the one of the, one of the things about us as people is, you know, like think things happen. You know, we we have to deal with frustrations, but like, you know, we 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 more or less try and do our best to get on with it and just sort of. And so, it, you know, I didn't want it to, to like to just be this kind of constant sort of like downbeat tune because I think like ultimately Lefty is quite a. I mean, it is quite an upbeat story, I think, in the end. Like, and it's a uh, uh, you know, it's it's quite a like quite quite a touching story as well. So I wanted to have that that sort of like cheerfulness in it as well. And then, yeah, they're then kind of transitioning back, you know, when when righty jumps jumps to to lefty's aid and uh, and breaks the doctor's finger. Relax. Suddenly, righty sprang up and swiveled to the left like a tower crane in high winds. He threw himself on lefty and pushed down hard with all the force he could. Muster. You know, using the the kind of the the chaos of sounds. Like one of the things about like about like particularly that moment was that the you know none of those elements are particularly loud or anything but i just kind of wanted like different like sort of clashing elements where they're all like this so you've got the kind of guitar going like you've got like the 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 synth in the background just sort of go like you know creating just kind of like high frequency sort of like and so it's all just a bit intense to 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 listen to and it's it it it, it kind of it it creates a very uh, fractured uh, atmosphere like like the doctor's finger and then yeah just that that last bit was just sort of that was because that that is that's that's where the bpm is actually kind of important because that's the one that like actually has a drum beat you know and it kind of it starts in right away with the doom doom That was just yeah again like a little improvisation that I that that that, that, I, that I was working on and I had I had gone back and forth a lot about whether the the right one to to, to end on and I kind of you know I, I did think about maybe doing something a little bit more sort of slow paced but I just I I it, it just kind of ended up being that way that I I, I had this piece and I feel I, I don't know it felt like a kind of a you know a, a triumphant note to end on I guess. For a lot of the stuff that I've done for yarn, there are, like I have tried to pare it back a lot more and sort of focus on on much more simple elements and just kind of having you know like an individual kind of uh, like an individual synth or a single guitar, just just you know not not having too many elements in play at once, because that then when you're tr- yeah when you're trying to do a score like if it gets too complicated and there's other stuff going on, you know you you uh, you can end up just causing distraction. And that's yeah. You don't you don't want that. You don't want people to be listening to the story and then being like, I'm, "I mean, is what 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 is this sound that I'm hearing here? What is like? Are these is this supposed to be something?" Ten slow kicks. Ten hard kicks. You are almost unconscious. Light. Feeling the effects of nitrogen narcosis, like drinking martinis. You are alone. 
you sent you sent me jump blue um with uh, with fiona shaw you know uh, giving giving the speech about free diving um which is phenomenal like that's you know and um yeah i like i i, I listened to that uh while, while i was i think actually while i was walking to your house one day and it was uh yeah really it, it is it is that kind of immersive quality and you'd sent me that as kind of a reference point for for brick lane at 10 meters one last kick. And you break the surface. Um, and so that was very much in my mind while I was working on Brick Lane. That would, like, Brick Lane is a really good one as well. Because again, like with Brick Lane, it was kind of just more atmospherics and sounds. Like there wasn't really necessarily a a particular like I mean there's there's elements of melody in it, but it's 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 definitely much more abstract. I'm walking out of work with a tipsy smirk. Four free beers and one I had to ditch. It's compensation for staying late on a pitch. That's why we stay after on Friday in spite. But I'm determined to have an early night. So when it came to Brick Lane, then I wanted, I guess, try, try and place the sounds that I was creating for it in uh, in as as friendly a context as possible so like you know when like when you're recording your voice and you know putting in the sound effects that you're using you're kind of you know putting it together with kind of your construction in mind i walk by the phone booth a man bursts out wearing a suit i overhear his plea to a pedestrian plodding past please he says do you have a few pence i really need to phone my wife my mobile has lost its battery life then as soon as you start adding in one new element and then you add in another one and another one and they all kind of run on from each other and each one has a different quality and each one has a different tone and each one has a you know a different impact i i started taking a lot more of a hand in tweaking all the other elements because i felt like i would be best placed basically to to figure out how to how to balance the, the sounds that I was making against the sounds that you were making and make sure that we were happy about how they how all the elements stacked up against each other and that they all kind of, you know, the main the main aim really is that it all forms a coherent whole. I walk by the phone booth. A man bursts out wearing a suit. I overhear his plea to a pedestrian plodding past. Please, he says, do you have a few pence? I really need to phone my wife. My mobile has lost its battery life. The good Samaritan hands over their cash. The man slams the door closed with a crash. He's a phony. I see him here every evening. I I know that walk on Brick Lane, you know, like I know that, you know, and I, I one of the things I loved about it was was the way that the whole story like cap, captures the atmosphere of of being on Brick Lane, you know, and, and so I, th I think it helped, you know, having have, having lived in London and having having spent a decent amount of time on Brick Lane, and so uh, yeah, I kind of I wanted the the score to to have that fairly organic feel because, like, one of the things is yeah, especially like walking up Brick Lane on a Friday evening, you will hear music probably coming from from a bar or coming from from one of the clubs or you'll or somebody just on the street like playing it off their phone or off a speaker or whatever like. It's that kind of place where just there's sound everywhere, and like it's it's like a lot of London. It's it's just noisy, but it's also it's a very particular kind of noise that you know that that is you know it's very very much its own character. English, she shouts, 
Help, hospital, man bleeding. I hesitate at first, but end up seeding. A cyclist stands with his bike in the street. His arm is bloodied like a raw piece of meat. I, I, I wanted to, yeah, to have that feel where it was sort of blending into into the re- into everything else and that it was so it wasn't just um yeah so here is the story uh, over here and here is the music over here i wanted the two to be very much go, intertwined we walk back out on the cobbled terrain who knows what'll happen tonight on brick lane In general, for scores, especially when when stuff is quite busy, like I I do like that kind of that kind of abstract stuff, like the Fight Club soundtrack, which you know when I was when I was fifteen was was one of my favorite soundtracks. But I I I never actually listened to the album, and it was done I mean, done by the Dust Brothers, who are great great producers. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was great. It was perfect in the, it was perfect for the movie, but like you you wouldn't listen to it by itself because a lot of it is just this these kind of like little loops and sort of you know and it's you know it's 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 cool like it's 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 really good like it works really well for a film, but yeah, it's not it's not ideal on like by itself. Whereas then on the other hand, like there's stuff like another one that would have come out around the same time as uh, which 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 really grabbed me when I uh, you know was. Um, uh, Amelie, which, you know, was Jan Tiersen. That's, you know, the complete other way. These are like absolutely just beautiful individual pieces of music. And I do love that as well. But I think that that's, I think, first of all, it's, it's a much more specific, I, well, I don't know, like I could be proven wrong in terms of podcasts or, you know, with like audio documentaries and stuff like that. But I think it is, that is a very particular sort of cinematic thing that because the, the, in, in, in that movie, there was a whole, uh, you know, a whole visual style and, and uh, you know, and, and a very kind of surreal, like um, impressionistic style to the way the movie was made with, you know, it's set in this, this alternate reality of Paris where there's no dog shit on the streets the uh yeah and like and so it it has this kind of ethereal feel to it and so it works really well for that and again like that is music you can absolutely like absolutely listen to by itself in the 90s the biggest pirates of southeast asia were impossible to tell apart from high-powered businessmen this is the true story of one of the most sophisticated pirate syndicates in Southeast Asia. Locals called their activity Black Business. In Black Business, I think it's just, yeah, there's, there's five different pieces that that, that that I created and then one of them has a version with percussion and, and a version without percussion. So six pieces, including, you know, those two alternate versions. So the, the, yeah, it, was, it was, again, just tr- kind of trying to have, have themes for the different atmospheres. So, um, the first one that I that I made for it was, which uh, is is actually it's called Contemporary Villain.
it's actually the name of the synth patch um or the, like the preset that i used to create it so like that kind of like staticky like sound that's going on that's on the the alchemy synth on on uh, on logic but so I, I i i was searching for something that was kind of you know abstract and and and, and noisy and staticky and stuff and i just kind of had to say because I, I just for you know when it comes to, to to shipping and to you know to seafaring stuff i was just thinking about stuff that like about like communication and you know radio waves and uh the idea of interference and stuff like that as well and um and then when i when i when i when i found like when i searched and there was this this one popped up on the list called contemporary villain i was like i'm gonna check this out and uh so and it, yeah just it was like perfect instantly so i just i played around with it a little bit to you know sort of tweak it and make it make the sound the way i wanted it but i didn't you know to be honest i didn't change it a huge amount and then it just stuck a little like just simple percussion line underneath it which is the um, just to kind of give it a little bit, a little bit of of, uh, of sort of momentum to it, it it just hits you straight away. Sometimes it's you know it does take a lot more like pain and grief, but that was one of those where I was just like, oh, that sounds pretty much perfect straight away. So. Uh... Generally, I I just like I'll I'll I'll, I'll sketch down an instrumental, then when I save it, I'll give it a name. And so, well, for for I mean, for for the stuff for Black Business, yeah, it was much more consciously trying to make it related to the uh, to the you know to, to 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 the piece itself. So there was Ghost Ship, which should have been Phantom Ship. There was uh, Press Press Ganged, uh, uh, Ship to Ship, and Waiting. Right, so there's a um, contemporary contemporary villains out there. So that's the, those are the the five pieces. Well, like contemporary villain tends to like it comes in it comes in at the beginning when you're talking about like you know what like pop black business is uh, and then you like you'll hear it again a couple of times throughout it like part particularly when it's when it's uh, to, to do with uh, to do with Mr. Wong. Mr. Wong's luck has finally worn out. His syndicate is thought to be responsible for dozens of reported and even more unreported hijackings in the Singapore Strait. His most recent hijacking ended in failure. The ship in question is the empty petrol ring. You know, I mean, one of the things I liked about Black Business as well, though, as well, was like the fact that, you know, the, the you know the, the story the story is, is is factual and like the elements of what happened are factual, but there's still parts of it that you really actually don't even know what the truth is, you know, and particularly stuff stuff like Mr. Wong, you know, what is was he telling the truth was he just some dude like you know who like who is completely wrongly convicted and stuff i mean you know i guess there's an element where where we'll never really know i mean if at, at the same time like somebody was you know somebody was responsible for that and there is like and you know the the, the the level of brutality that that goes around you know with like the idea of that like of being prepared to just kill an entire ship's crew uh, if you have to and being, you know, being the one who who will call that from afar and ordering people to, you know, to do that, the way that the, the like the piracy in the South China Sea is is like that, just like particularly the story that like involving black business, that the way that it's conducted, that is so, um, so capitalistic and so very, um, um, you know, and it's 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 essentially it's it's serving business people. Uh, who who are like they're the ones ultimately making all the money off it, and there's like there's something quite brutal and uh, about that. And again, that's kind of fed back into that idea of 
contemporary villain, somebody who somebody who's making the money while somebody else is doing the actual brutal work. So the second one then, oh sorry, the second one is Ghost Ship, Ghost Ship. So let me just play that so I can remember which one that is. Ghost ship, um, I, that's when you're like that. That appears then when you, I think when you're when you're explaining kind of how everything works. Slightly more sort of slinky, beat-driven kind of kind of piece. Uh, that one I kind of wanted to be like the kind of the heist movie piece, like the duh, 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 like like shit's going on, like you know, and you know, you know, you're kind of like sitting in a car across the street with your binoculars, watching people coming in and out of buildings and stuff. Like that's. That, that was kind of what I had I had in mind for that there was also I mean I think when like yeah it's when you're when you're explaining the econo economy lesson I think that's when uh, when ghost ghost ship appears the island of Batam is less than an hour's ferry ride from Singapore Batam's casinos brothels and proximity to Singapore make it a hot spot for wealthy sex tourists and businessmen. The Asian financial crisis of 1997 hit Indonesia hard and caused the spike in internal migration towards the growing city. I, I kind of treat them as the, it's, it's, it's like the exposition section where you're kind of like, you know, you know, like if, if, if it were Mission Impossible, like when, 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 when they're talking about, so this is what has to happen and they're showing you the montage of each different obstacle that they're going to, <laughs> they're going to encounter. The terminal is in a black vault lockdown. The only person allowed in the room has to pass through a series of security checks. William Donlow. The first is a voice print identification and a six-digit access code. This only gets him into the outer room. Next, he has to pass a retinal scan. And finally, the intrusion countermeasures are only deactivated by a double electronic key card which we won't have. It's, yeah, again, try, trying to create uh, so, some momentum out of what, what is essentially dry exposition. In terms of the sounds that appear in it, you know, in, 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 in Southeast Asia, around, like around that, that part of the world, percussion instruments made out of bamboo are a, like, a pretty uh, common element of their music. I mean, while the, you know, the, the music formations and everything that I'm using are very much like Western, because like it is very much a, it's, it's, it's like, it's a movie made by Europeans, uh, if you will. Um, I, I, I tried to make a, like, sort of a few, a few references to different, like different, like sounds that might, like might influence music in that, in that, uh, in, in that part of the world. So like there's one uh, that the, the, the kind of the, the bamboo percussion sounds is, uh, is one there. And then also, on on waiting as well you can hear the kind of this kind of a, a, a chime sound um, and waiting that's the one that like waiting appears uh, when like when people are waiting so that's particularly when when they're in um, when they're in the lockup at the end and, uh, and then also when they're you know when um, when they're sitting around you know waiting 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 for business to happen the petro ranger is scheduled to depart in less than a week mr wong doesn't have much time to assemble his team and find a buyer but first things first 
he needs a document forger. And that's kind of got this this chime sound, which is sort of loosely based off a gender, which is a, a Southeast Asian uh, instrument, which is, it's kind of like, it's t- tuned sheets of metal. So you have like that, that, that are laid out and they're played, they're played with mallets and they have this kind of gentle ringing sound, which I really loved. So I was trying to kind of approximate that, but it's all done with synths. So it's trying to artificially sort of approximate these sorts of sounds. So press ganged is the is the is the piece that uh, that 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 plays when the uh, when when they're actually coming up to the um, yeah, the pe- the Petro Petro Ranger yes. Herman and his men are aboard a small open-topped fiberglass speedboat. They are about a mile behind the Petro Ranger. As long as they stay directly behind the Petro Ranger, her wake will cloak their small ship from radar. Catching up to the Petro Ranger is not easy. The tanker's wake creates a deluge of waves that the small boat must fight against. It's it's again like a very kind of heavy, heavy bass driven piece. So it's got like it's got this sort of like throbbing bass line and then like a, a, a cymbal going and the like and the drums are sort of like pulsing underneath it. So it's all very like bottom heavy. The the aim with that was to to kind of create this very tense atmosphere and also the sort of the feeling of being being close to a gigantic piece of machinery with a huge engine driving it and the feeling of like that you get when you're on a big ship especially when you're lower down you can you can hear and you can feel the engine you know and you like it's this kind of constant like so i wanted uh, like that sort of atmosphere because you know that's these these guys on this on this little this little speedboat coming up beside it that's you know that's basically all they're going to be hearing yeah so ship to ship that's kind of just more kind of uh just plain atmospherics like there's a kind of a a loose sort of like airy synth pad going on and then just some sort of like general like percussions so that's that's the the, the piece that appears when mr wong is being arrested an armed team of indonesian special forces burst into the room of mr wong and surround his bed mr wong's current girlfriend and former favorite call girl ayo sits up and screams in the bed beside him Mr. Wong slowly rolls over and squints at the gun barrels pointed at his head. He tells Ayo to calm down. The screaming isn't helping his hangover. I wanted to basically be the sort of the feeling of like of you know waking up in a in a in a in a club at like you know eight in the morning and then like bleary eyed just kind of you know wiping the last of the cocoa off your nose and going and getting a coffee you know like that's. <laughs> more what I've what I've tried to try to get to with with the stuff that I've done since is to you know kind of yeah you use different different qualities and textures of sounds to and, and obviously I mean still retain certain melodic elements uh, but yeah definitely to be a lot more kind of step back and and yeah kind of create create the sounds that you're not going to get through voices or through sound effects With Black Business, it was kind of doing more of like creating the pieces for the score and then plugging them into the into the overall project. 
Um, and then I did that again with, with, with Chernobyl, but just kind of probably at a more, more substantial level. Like there's a lot more pieces in Chernobyl, first of all. It's October 2019, and I'm visiting the Chernobyl exclusion zone in the Ukraine. I'll spend two days exploring the zone with a small group of tourists and a guide, and I'll stay overnight inside the exclusion zone in Chernobyl's only functioning hotel. So come with me as we explore what was once the most dangerous place on Earth. I, it was it was sort of the, the moods of the different places that you were in was that was sort of the so it was, was the thing I was trying 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 to approximate so the, the mood that you're feeling as you're getting there or as you're walking around so like when you're talking about the liquidators in the months and years directly after the disaster an estimated 700,000 men and women undertook the massive job to stop the radiation from spreading their names were never properly documented and their exact numbers are not. There's a kind of a, a, a mournful sort of tone to it because it's, you know, it's it's uh, bittersweet as well. So it's it's sort of, I want, I didn't want it to be a dirge, but I wanted it, I wanted it to be, I wanted it to have a sadness to it. There's something quite quite touching and beautiful and like and tragic about. You know, people who like put themselves in in, in danger to, to to deal with you know what needs to be deal with, dealt with just for, for 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 the benefit of everyone else. You know, and recognizing that there's a high likelihood that they're going to suffer for it. Like like we said, like we discussed as well. Like I think like it was it was a really good choice to 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 not talk too much about on the day what happened because you know the TV show covers that so well and to, like but like. I, I really like I love the documentary because you know you you you're putting people in there you can kind of you can you can feel and you can see the the like what's going on around and like you can like it gives like the context of what 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 the actual what the actual site is like now yeah you 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 like you there there is definitely a sense that different different places has 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 different music the 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 little sort of trip hoppy beat that that comes up when you're when you're talking about um what radiation is. Put very simply, radiation is energy. Everything emits radiation. Tiny particles that radiate off objects as they decay. There are three main types of radiation particles, alpha, beta, and gamma particles. Gamma radiation is the most harmful. They are the smallest and fastest moving particles. And that doesn't appear anywhere else. That's like, that is just for that section. Uh, and that's and I and I wanted that to sound completely different to to everything else. I wanted that to be something that sort of like because you're like I'm taking a step back from from the from like from where I am right now just to, to to talk about this. But then for the other yeah for the other pieces they are kind of spatially like located. So there's uh, the one that plays when you're when you're getting to um, Chernobyl two. Center of this base, Duga one is a colossal radio antenna array a wall of iron. It stretches out across the landscape like a giant's tennis net. Its intricate lattice structure is over 150 meters tall. That's I don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of got like, it's kind of a weird feedbacky sort of sound. And uh, it sounds sort of like, uh, I mean, like it, like it sounds like a sort of sound you could probably replicate on guitar. Uh, and I wanted that to like, I, I guess like the, one of the things I had, had, had in my mind was like, you know, at the end of seven, they go out to into the desert and there's like this field of uh, 
uh, pylons that they're going through. this like it's just sort of this, like this image of you know when you're like you're going through yeah, through this area and um it's all just kind of like steel and wire and uh and and like and, and that was and so yeah i felt like that, that it just sort of fit with the and that's that's the piece that plays at the end as well It, it, it has sort of tonal references to uh, The Big Ship um, by Brian Eno, which is uh, one of the kind of like really pivotal pieces of music that I've ever listened to. It's simultaneously just like absolutely static, like it doesn't go anywhere, but it also just has this absolute like searing, driving guitar sound. That's like it sounds like it's catching fire as it like, and it's it's stasis, like, and that's and that's a, a thing that it's 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 actually like it's it's a really powerful tool, particularly in in like in atmospheric music, where you know you you you, you can use tones and frequencies to make it you know to make it feel like that there is progression without actually ever changing anything you can like you can loop elements and you can have like this this yeah the sound of the sound of progression but like it stays absolutely still you, you know you would hear like you know the, like the particularly like in, in in dance music there's like the idea of the drop and often what they what they would do with that is like where they would have kind of these elements that are looped but like they would kind of like gradually build the intensity on everything and then stop when it when it comes to then like atmospheric or ambient or abstract music you can just have the sequences the, the sequence that kind of like builds up, up over and over and over but it just kind of keeps on in like infinitely recurring it can on the one hand be like you could you could you could use it to create a sense of unending tension or like yeah in something like the big ship it kind of becomes something that like yeah it just like it gradually grows in intensity and it becomes like it kind of almost becomes ecstatic. So yeah, like a lot of them, a lot of them are very kind of gentle and washy in it. They are very, very much Eno influence. A little radiation music joke, like lo a lot of long decay sounds. <laughs> so, uh, in, in synthesizers, basically decay is is how long the note the note lasts for. So, 
it uh, you know so if you if, if if it's if it's a long decay basically when you hit the note like if you don't if you don't release the note it will just keep ringing for for a while before it like so it, yeah and that, that that creates this nice long atmospheric sound as well so and and the first and the very remember the first the first version of Chernobyl that I sent to you had um had a lot more sort of constant music or sounds going throughout it you know we we like you know you gave me your feedback and I I went back and I cut out like probably 60% of 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 the of what was in there and just like chopped it up and shortened it and it made all the difference then you know because it, it sounds and textures and atmospherics can can create you know that that atmosphere for you but you know it, it, a part of it is also in the contrast you know you, if you just have the constant music in there then it's you, you don't notice the change and you don't you know you need you need to feel that as well another uh, filmmaker uh, that you know that that I that I I, I think about a lot is uh, is Terry Gilliam um who has made like some phenomenal films and like Werner Herzog has become kind of, kind of in a similar like category I think where where it's like some 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 of their movies like look really sort of slick and 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 produced but like a lot of them are have this kind of thrown together quality where like you're very aware you're watching a film but it's you know it's it's so it's so very well so creative and so imaginatively realized that it's you know you, you, do, you don't mind that it's like it doesn't look perfect that it doesn't like that it lo- like it all looks a bit a bit weird and a bit stagey and sometimes that's that's even very much the point of it you you like whatever you're doing it's it's going to be flawed and so just like you know embrace the air as a hidden intention or something like that so basically, without meaning to, you did exactly what you meant to do. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. This has been a story for yarnpodcast.com. Special thanks to Drembot. He currently has two albums available on Spotify. Anxiety, released in 2018, and Adult Lessons from 2020. I highly recommend them. Also, if you enjoy this episode, why not try Yarn's recommendation radio show called Thread? I pick some of my favourite movies, audio dramas, music, documentaries, basically anything that makes a nice sound, and I thread them all together over an hour-long show. Episodes are available now on Mixcloud. There's a link in this episode's description. Keep an eye on this feed for new Yarn stories.